Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. We're live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love, 99.5 FM. Affiliate across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Radio Justice in Tamale, A1 Radio and Dreams FM in Bogatanga, ATL FM in Cape Coast and Kekeli Radio in Ho. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP. PE pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with the level indicator and where Dura Plus goes, water always flows. In this edition, Thirty-five trade unions, including NAT, NAGRAT, Ghana Medical Association, and TUC, up in arms against government over the imposition of value-added tax on some categories of power consumers. There's no honeymoon this time around. Ghanaians and workers are already suffering and we want governments to be up and doing and ensure that they are voted into power to fix the problem. So they should be ready to ensure that they are elevated from our already suffering situation. We're live on the premises of the Trade Union Congress where the unions are meeting to bring you the very latest. Also, Ghana Water Company Limited blames recent water shortage in parts of Greater Accra and the central region on choked pipelines from debris of the Akonsombo Dam spillage. And the force to which our pumps abstract the water into the treatment plant um, abstracted a lot of um, these debris and sludge and water hyacinths and stuff into, into the sun. So then the whole line was choked and as a result we were not able to abstract enough for, for treatment. If you're affected, stay with me. Also this afternoon, teachers and educational workers union, TEU, say they will be forced to shut down lecture halls and prevent students of the University of Ghana from writing the exams if their concerns are not addressed. No exams will go on. All the examination halls will be locked up. Yes, that's what is going to happen. Let us get the modalities, settle the pension schemes, do not tamper with condition, conditions of service. We are live at the University of Ghana campus as the teachers or the workers there clash with the police as a result of the strike. Now, former railway minister blames COVID-19 for the abandoned SkyTrain project despite the payment of $2 million to the company by the Ghana Infrastructure Investment Fund. What they wrote to me was that because of COVID, um, the, the things have changed, they can't come. That's what they wrote to me, that we have to wait because of also in sports, anger, frustration and pain are the reactions of some Ghanaians to the Black Stars' AFCON performance as they call for the dissolution of the team and sacking of the coaches. It's like um, the expectation of a toxic ex. You know she's that bad for you, but you have the expectation that, oh, if I go the second time, she'll be good. No, no, she won't. She'll even treat you worse. That's how Black Stars is. In actual fact. And as long as the team itself is concerned, players are taking stock of what exactly went wrong against Mozambique. You want to stay for details of that and later, controversial South African politician Julius Malema attributes Ghana and Africa's development challenges to a departure from Dr. Kwame Nkrumah's values and an excessive focus on privatizing key state assets. Ghana has been thrown into a state of mourning. The whole country is at grief. My little advice to the government and the subsequent government is to ban the Black Stars for about five years. Apologies for that, but we'll take you live to our reporter who is with him as he arrives in the country for a dialogue. That and more here on the Midday News. I am MFA Apau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Do stay on for details.
Let's settle now for details. And the Trace Union Congress say it remains hopeful that government's planned imposition of a 15% of value-added tax on power consumers above lifeline level will not see the light of day. The umbrella body of all labor unions in Ghana holding an emergency meeting to discuss the way forward on getting government to reverse its decision. Speaking to join News, Blessed Suga, ahead of today's engagement, Deputy Secretary General of the TUC, Joshua Ansa, lamented that the country's workforce is already overburdened with tax taxes, hence the need for government to reconsider his decision. He's also been given details about what to expect from that meeting. The attempt of introducing a new tax, that is the VAT, on the electricity uh, bills for Ghanaians. Workers are already suffering. Workers are already tired of paying uh, any tax. So this meeting is going to be held this morning to show our resistance to the introduction of this tax on the electricity bill. Is it the case that um, your grassroots members have been calling and agitating uh, for this? But every worker, even those who are not workers but who pays electricity, are calling for this very meeting. So this meeting is consistent of all workers of this very country, that's CUC and its 22 affiliates, and organized labor. The Tehu, uh, NATS, NAGRADS, nurses, doctors, pharmacists, and all the workforce in this very country are attending this very meeting. Uh, you know, how many groups are we expecting to be a part of? About, th- about uh, uh, 22 plus, uh, about uh, 35 strong registered organized labor group, including the uh, 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 forum. Yeah. Uh, many, ma- yeah, many would say that, um, you know, the, uh, the revenue measure has not been imposed yet and that you should maybe wait. Government might change its mind. Why do you still want to hold this meeting? My brother, there's no honeymoon this time around. Ghanaians and workers are already suffering. That's the Deputy Secretary General of the TUC, Joshua Sadeh, engaging my colleague, Blessed Suga. Blessed joins us live from the premises of the Trade Union Congress, and he's been monitoring that particular meeting. I understand the meeting is over. What's the resolution you can report? Well, MSR, so they are in fact scaling up the demands. Uh, they're giving a deadline to government. The ultimatum is the 31st of January, which is just about some seven days away. Uh, the resolution is that if government fails to re- reverse the decision, first the policy, and also communicate same uh, to the various utility companies, ECG and the others, they will strike. And in fact, uh, some other um, organizations, some of the umbrella body, including the National Association of Teachers, say they are emphatic by the 1st of February, they will withdraw their services across the country if nothing is done. And this has been re echoed by the president of the group, Dr. Yaba who addressed uh, the media a while ago. We note that since 2022, electricity tariffs have gone up by 73%. Right. So in 2021, if you were paying 100 galaxies, now let's say the customer is paying 173 galaxies. It is also important and very, very sad, colleagues, very, very sad to note that why government is imposing VAT on us, residential customers of electricity. Months are far advanced to remove VAT on mineral exploration in Ghana for wealthy multinational mining companies. And the media reports that we have read indicate that the Minister for Lands and Natural Resources, in a meeting with Ghana Chamber of Mines, assured them, Abu Dinabo, assured them that uh, that policy will be implemented in the first quarter of 2024. What, what 
kind of And bless that some fresh claims are also being made by the other unions. Well, it's still uh, part of the concerns of the TEC because uh, they are now turning the heat on Land and Natural Resources Minister Samuel Abuchinapok, who they say uh, has made a promise to multinational mining firms in the country that very soon government is considering reversing the imposition of uh, value-added tax on all of their mining uh, exports and activities. They believe that they should rather be the ones paying the taxes and not the average Ghanaian who should be paying fat on power consumption. Well, that's my colleague Blessed Sogan reporting from the premises of the Trade Union Congress. They've given government a seven-day ultimatum to remove the VAT, especially on electricity. And the electricity company of Ghana says it is yet to commence that implementation of the value-added tax on earmarked consumers. The company says it will need further clarification from the Ghana Revenue Authority on how to proceed with its implementation of the levy. Leila Abubakar is external communications manager for the ECG. So the value-added tax announcement that came uh, into effect in January has appalled a lot of our customers. The truth of the matter is that we haven't started implementing it, even though that letter says that it should have been activated in January. The reason being we still have to understand how to implement this tax. So we are having uh, active conversations with the Ministry of Finance, with the Ghana Revenue Authority, and with other stakeholders who have also brought their concerns forward. So for now, there's no value-added tax, as announced, included in residential tariff or residential customers buying electricity. For now, it's still the old status quo. We've maintained an active engagement with our stakeholders, who mostly comprise of the power generators, to have them on the same page with us in terms of payments. I think since last year, our revenue generation has um, increased, and we found a way of uh, ring fence, you know, having an agreement with the IPPs to hold on to the legacy debts that we owe them. But now, despite the agitations that have met this new tax, Minister for Finance Ken Ufarieta says that 15% VAT on residential electricity consumers will not burden the citizens, insisting that Ghanaians will be all right. Well, the, the governor was clear to you that it's not going to be inf inflationary. Uh, but more important, I mean, um, we have all sorts of tax reliefs that you don't want to talk about. Um, and with regards to um, the taxes um, on electricity, uh, that was um, some time ago, and it doesn't affect, um, you know, um, sort of the lifeline um, tax um, people. Uh, and so I think we should be all right. The emissions tax, as you know, is really 100 cities a year. That's what we are praying about. I think we'll be okay. That's Ghana's finance minister, Ken Furieta. We'll stay a while longer on the labor front. What you hear there is a clash between teachers and educational workers union, TEU, and the police on the University of Ghana campus. Already they say they will be forced to shut down lecture halls and prevent students of the University of Ghana from writing the exams if government does not address their concerns. The Senior Staff Association of the Legon Branch and TEU were earlier stopped by the police for supposedly demonstrating without police permit, a claim the group denies. But speaking to Joy News, the TEU chairman at the Legon Branch, Ken Butre, said they will continue with the strike. An invitation letter has been sent for us to meet with our vice chancellor not him alone we believe that will be the senior management we will go and listen to them if it is something for us to take home wait why not but if it is something that is rather going to bring us back uh, uh, i said aluta 
and demonstration and strike continues. So Well, my colleague Kenneth Jesse is there. He witnessed that particular clash between uh, the teachers and, of course, um, the police. Kenneth, how did it ensue? Tell us more about it. Well, uh, so the Striking Senior Staff Association and Tewu tried to prevent cars from entering the school premises because today is graduation day and then the, they, they, you know, hit in one of the police cars which called for reinforcement and led to the arrest of one of the protesters who has been taken to uh, the school police station. And then the police have told them not to try to demonstrate because they are holding what they believe are placards and engaging in what they believe is a demonstration. But the police says they do not have any permit from the police to demonstrate. That is why they tried stopping them and which led to the altercation between them and the police. And in spite of that arrest and that altercation between themselves and the police, they, they maintain that the strike will continue? Yes, they do. They have maintained that uh, they will continue with the strike unabated. And in fact, they are also having another group which will be joining them very soon. This, that is the Ghana Association of University Administrators, Shosinda uh, Gawa, uh, who they say will be joining them very soon about Gawa. We are talking about tier two pension scheme, the funds that have been locked with the government. But these funds are supposed to be released to the scheme for them to invest those monies. Now we are sending a signal to government. The government is a law maker. They understand law. If monies of pensions, pensions money are kept a number of times, it attracts 3% penalty to that effect. Uh, some portion of the Gawa, that is the senior administrators, right. and then senior staff, and then junior staff. Right. So it's a huge population that we are talking about here. Emmanuel Brightquake, joins me from Kumasi, and uh, he's reporting on the situation at the KNUST. Has anything changed, Bright? Well, MFR, on the KNUST campus, um, nothing really has changed because um, when you come here on campus, they have another association that is. Um, the Tertiary Workers Union of Ghana. They are different from the TUC. So the majority of the members that said um, the laborers, the security personnel fall under this particular um, union. So they just finished with a presser and they are serving the government with a seven-day ultimatum um, on this particular same the same issue, that is the tier two um, contribution areas and also overtime allowances. They are saying that if the government does not um, respond to them within the seven days, they will be forced to join um, the senior staff association to also embark on an indefinite strike on this particular issue. But when you come on KNUSC, um the security men are opposed for now. But until the government hits their call within this particular seven days, um, they will not and be rescinded their decision. So I've been interacting with Charles Arthur, who is the chairman for Tewu Ghana. We have realized and noticed that fair wages on, 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 on one hand and then uh, GTEC on the other hand, who were party to this uh, uh, dispute at the Labour Commission, have unilaterally written to the university management, our, our, our employers, you understand, that they should not pay overtime to us, i.e. senior staff uh, in the university who do over time should be paid 10% instead of respective 50% uh, fix 
or 75 percent calculated in fact when we went to the labor commission we indicated as part of our complaint that some universities are not being paid the 75 percent and uh, 50 percent fixed even though they are doing the same hours with their counterparts in other universities and we specifically mention names university of cape coast University of uh, Mines and Technology, Jumat, uh, Sustainable and Development, um, Somenia, UPSA. You are, these are the universities that we mentioned that they are not receiving what are their counterparts in the public, other public universities, University of uh, Ghana, University of Development Studies, and K University is getting. And therefore, we want the Labor Commission to address it. So the Labor well, we've been talking about demands for allowances and uh, payment of tier two uh, pensions for Tewu and Senior Staff Association of Public Universities. Also talking about electricity tariff and demands made on government. Let's focus on water now. And the Ghana Water Company Limited is this afternoon blaming recent water shortage in part of the Greater Accra and the Central Region on choked pipes from the debris of the Akonsombo Dam spillage and worn out pipelines. Some parts of the capital, Accra and Central Region, have been battling with this water supply for some weeks now. The situation has compelled many residents to spend more on other sources of water for their basic household use. My colleague Stanley Niblew has been interacting with some of these residents. Pipes in some parts of Accra have remained dry for weeks. Resident of Adenta, Weija, La, Dakuman, Odoko, Fadama and Kaswa are among the hardest hit communities. A visit to Dakuman, Alafia, Monday showed residents trek several kilometers in search of water. Here, taps have been closed for weeks, compelling the people to explore alternative water sources to augment their water supply needs. Some say the distance they cover to source for water is affecting their health. It's been two this well is polluted but stranded resident by water from it and use businesses that depend on water for their activities have had to temporarily shut down their operations we have resolved not to vote if our taps do not flow. If the shortage is induced by technical problem, they should let us know. That's Stanley Niblio's report read to you. However, communications manager for the Ghana Water Company Limited, Stanley Marty, speaking on the AM show earlier this morning, said their plans have to be shut down to clear the debris and also carry out maintenance works on their worn-out pipes. What happened was that after the spillage from the Kosovo Dam, a lot of debris and uh, sludge and uh, aquatic weeds were washed from upstream to downstream. And our intake point is on is downstream the Kosovo Dam. And if you and the force to which our pumps abstract what abstract the water into the treatment plant, I um, abstracted a lot of um, these debris and sludge and water hyacinths and stuff into into the sump. So then the whole line was choked and as a result we were not able to abstract enough for, for treatment. And these things cannot be removed uh, set by doing it manually so we needed to shut down uh, the pond treatment plant and then we got our divers get all the debris um, uh, out produce our full capacity and then we finished after two days only to face some minor challenges and entered into the third day but then we restored uh, supply immediately after we were done with that then wager went off again same pond that we had a challenge with in in november
He indicates that all water treatment plants of the company are operating at full capacity, therefore an assurance of uninterrupted water supply, especially moving into the dry season. Thankfully, we are operating full capacity in Bon, operating full capacity in Wager, and the desalination plant is not giving us enough, but at least it is good to serve that Tashinua um, uh, enclave. We are augmenting that with some water from um, our thermal booster station, and so we are hopeful that by this weekend the system should stabilize. The system should be fine from today or from tomorrow, but by the weekend we should see that stability after a full rationing program. Communications Director of the Ghana Water Company Limited, Stanley Matthew, taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News. Live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra, in Kumasi on Love, 99.5 FM. On the Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. 35 trade unions, including NAT, NAGRAT, Ghana Medical Association and TUC, up in against government over the imposition of value-added tax on some categories of power consumers. We return from the break with sports and then just coming in, Equiapim South MP Obi Amwa withdraws from the parliamentary primary state slated for Saturday. We'll tell you why and then we'll hear from controversial South African politician Julius Malema attributing Ghana and Africa's developmental challenges to a departure from Dr. Kwame Nkrumah's values. If you drift away from Gruma's principles of um, state-led development and you prioritize privatization of strategic sectors of the economy, you will never address the issue of unemployment. Stay with us. Time for sports. And of course, there's quite a lot. Some Ghanaians are not taking lightly the performance of the Black Stars in their 2023 Afghan tournament in Cote d'Ivoire. The team is on the verge of exiting the competition after going winless with two draws and a defeat in the group stage matches. The fate of the team now lies in the outcome of other games. The lackluster performances of the senior national team has angered, frustrated and pained some fans who wish the team would attain higher heights after the trophy has eluded the country for about four decades. My colleague, Kwesi Adai Kwating, is being on the streets to interact with some Ghanaians and here are their sentiments. In actual fact, Ghana has been thrown into a state of mourning. The whole country is at grief. Looking at the amount of money that has been pumped, because I am mourning. Masa, very, 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 very sad. My little advice to the government and the subsequent government is to ban the Black Stars for about five years so that uh, we start again from the scratch. I mean, what I can say is that I think the team, I mean, the individual players, they are very good. But to play as a team, that is what we are lacking. And also the coach, I think the change that he made was not was unnecessary. For example, if yesterday's match, they play with Mozambique. I mean, if you look at the way he did the changes, I mean, you are winning. I mean, why don't you continue with the players who are already on heat and on fire to play? For me, <laughs> if they can dissolve it and then rebuild it again, I mean, fine. For me. Ah, some fans on the streets there. So, uh, the players themselves have been taking stock of what exactly went wrong on the day. Kudis Mohammed was named man of the match. In the immediate aftermath of the game, he couldn't find the words, but he found them at the post-match press conference where he lashed out at some of his teammates for what he called very silly mistakes. No, for me, I think today we lost the game by, by losing the focus. We're up 2-0, last four minutes in the game. We can't lose two goals in that. It's just lack of concentration in the last minute. You've seen this against Egypt. 
some easy goals, you know. So we need to keep our focus in, in, in the last part of the game. We lose concentration, man. It's too easy. It's very disappointing, you know. I believe we, we have the quality, you know, because we won't be here if we don't have the quality. But in games like this, it's just small margins. Very, very small margins in this. Kudus Mohammed. It's it's uh, worth mentioning mm -hmm. that the Black Stars are not entirely out of the competition. But the qualification out? will depend on two scenarios. Zambia must lose to Morocco and Cameroon must not beat the Gambia. Uh, sounds complicated, but it could happen. It's Fento, football. bye-bye. Oh. Bye-bye. Well, let's do election <laughs> HQ. And news we are just speaking in your election headquarters, proudly brought to you by Petrol Soil. Your clean fall in full quantity is that the Equiapen South MP, OB Amwa, has just withdrawn from the parliamentary primary slated for Saturday. Elton Brobe of our political desk joins me in studio. What are we picking? So, this is a letter addressed to the General Secretary of the MPP withdrawal as candidate in the Equiapen South constituency. I write to inform you that I have decided to withdraw as a candidate for the election of parliamentary candidate for the general election in 2024 in the Kwapem South constituency. I respectfully request that in accordance with the public election regulations to 2016 CR94, my name, uh, Amwa, should be deleted on the ballot paper mm. for the election. I am most grateful and count on your cooperation. This is signed by Osebonsu, my member of parliament, addressed to the chairman of the MPP, the Eastern Regional Branch of the party, and then the Aquapim South constituency of the MPP. So that's the situation in the Aquapim South MP. You're still in your election headquarters. Now, Nabuachi Dankwa Yadom puts a spotlight on the Adansia, Sukwa, Bekwai, and Menshia North constituencies. A tax force of the Forestry Commission invaded a mining site at Mfanti on Friday, November 10, setting ablaze mining equipment, including chamfan and other earth moving equipment. A shooting incident on the day led to the death of two brothers while four others sustained injuries. Family of the deceased and community members at Pukukrum have been calling for just Sincere apologies uh, for that mix-up there. We'll bring you that report uh, from my colleague Nanabwachi Dankwa Yadom. Well, we'll focus on um, some other stories now. And uh, we've been hearing from the former railway minister and also Sikadu Ketan uh, MP, outgoing MP there. And he says that COVID-19 is to blame for government's inability to pursue the SkyTrain dream. In 2018, Africa Investment Investor Holdings Limited incorporated a special purpose vehicle in Mauritius to establish the Ghana SkyTrain Limited to develop the SkyTrain project through a design, build, finance and operate arrangement. He's been speaking to my colleague Evans Mensa. Everybody came up and said that there are certain parts of Accra that it has to go up if you want to cover the entire Accra. If you want to just have... The, the train had to be in the sky. It had to be elevated. So these people came and that concept was what they call the SkyTrain. So how long was it going to take? At least a year to finish all of that. So like a pre-true work? At least a year. Well, that's um, Joe Gatti there. That full interview is available on myjoyonline.com and all our social media platforms. And prominent and controversial South African politician Julius Malema is in Ghana and is attributing Africa's developmental challenges, including those faced by Ghana, to a departure from Dr. Kwame Nkrumah's values. My colleague Maxwell Agbagba has been engaging him. He joins us on the line. Uh, let's talk more about what he's been telling you. Well, I'm about Jesus, um Ghana including um, and then Africa we've overly focused uh, on we've overly focused on privatization of state assets and he says this has contributed mainly um, to unemployment in Africa 
But we are told that he's here to engage in a dialogue with the youth of Africa. The event is organized by President Group Arise Ghana, and we're told it's scheduled to take place at 2 p.m. today at the College of Physicians and certain some physicians. Well, uh, if you drift away from Nkuruma's principles of um, state-led development, and you prioritize privatization of strategic sectors of the economy, you will never address the issue of unemployment. That's Julius Malema and my colleague Maswa Bagba will bring you more subsequently. And the Jackie is with us.